Good morning. I um, want to share this message with you um, that oftentimes a lot of my messages are not messages that I like to hear, <laughs> that I like to talk about. I don't oftentimes like to be the messenger. Um, I don't oftentimes like to be vulnerable, but I know that this is God's message um, and God has used my life to help people and to also set myself free. Um, but because I'm honest, I don't um, necessarily like this calling oftentimes um, because a lot of my messages trigger people. Um, a lot of my messages even sometimes trigger people that I love. Um, and so I don't always get an applause, um, by sharing what I know God has placed in my heart to share. And because I have feelings and sometimes I, um, I struggle with it. I do. It's just the truth. Um, and still, um, the message still is the message. The truth is still the truth. God still speaks to me whether or not. And so it was merely a matter of me choosing to share this message. Because it has to get out to you. Um, and I know it's not me. Um, I know that um, there's something greater behind the message. And so um, I want to share with you on today um, just... Um, what God has placed on my heart and just the dream that I had. And so, um, just sharing my heart with you and also God's message. Um, so I had a dream. I oftentimes God speaks to me in a dream, in dreams. And, um, I'm like, God, what are you, what are you conveying in this, in this dream? And I recognize that in this particular dream, um, what was revealed to me um, was my fear that oftentimes drowned me from not um, being calm, from me not trusting, um, from me not hearing God. A lot of my fears did come from my upbringing um, that God showed me um, specifically what those fears were spiritually, energetically, and how to release from them. Um, but I really want to talk about fear and I really want to talk about the dream of what it revealed to me. Um, as being a black woman and um, growing up as a little girl, a lot was emphasized that I shared with my friend. A lot of what was emphasized was um, independence and not letting anybody run over you. Um, and so by nature, I was a girl who was very, still, still is very sweet, very kind. Um, very uh, loving, um, 
And I also recognize that in just the natural human nature um, from my mother who did the best that she could and she was also human. And so, of course, there are some imperfections there because of her humanity and her experiences and her fears. And so I understand that. I recognize that. I own that. I accept that. That I grew up in the world with fear and jumping over hurdles. And um, so that showed up in my marriage. That showed up in um, um, how I view God. It showed up in how I view finances. It showed up in how I view myself and many other belief patterns that I carried was a lot of fear and heaviness and not liking myself. And this is stuff I was battling with. So I grew up in church. Um, and so, but I was very disconnected from God. And what I mean meant by that was I thought like you only met God on Sundays. I really did. Um, I knew consciously that wasn't the case, but I, to be honest with you, I didn't believe that. Like, it's like, sure, God is everywhere. Sure, God is omnipresent, right? Sure, 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 of course. That's what, that's what they preach about. Yep, that makes, that makes sense, right? Um, but I didn't know or believed or encountered that God was abiding with me, that God saw me, and that God didn't want me carrying all that stuff. And that God loved me and that God wanted me to see things differently and see things the way that he saw me and to see things the way that he saw them, the spirit saw, saw them. And also that I, the shell that I was wearing, um, that it was coming off of me and, um, all that God was going to restore everything in my life. This was what was told to me on my um, dark night of the soul. Um, the dream revealed how afraid I was. And um, without going into detail, but giving you the meat of the dream, um, I was in the car and I was in the passenger seat. And I saw my daughter on the freeway and she was, um, you know, the, um, right by the ramp. Um, she was standing there with her friend and I was like, oh my God, my daughter. Now, if any mother knows, especially any black mama knows when it comes to your kids, your children, it came out of you. There's that mama bear that steps in. There's that my own fears had stepped in. And when I looked out of the window of the car, um, she was fine. She had a drink. She was actually waiting for, it was so, this dream was very, I'm just giving y'all the, the what the dream was about. Very interesting. Like, why would I have a dream about, but it is what it is. So let me just share, finish sharing the dream. So, um, I looked out the window and she was fine. She actually had, it was a, a Capri Sun <laughs> and she was drinking and she knew 
that her parents were going to come pick her up. She just knew. Like, she was just so confident. She was waiting with her friend. Why they were waiting by the ramp on the freeway, I don't know. But the, the, but the dream did represent fear in me. The dream did represent fear in me. I'm going to say that again. The dream represented the fear in me. She wasn't panicking. I was. <laughs> she wasn't panicking. I was. And I was in the passenger seat and the person that was driving um, cared about her just as equally as I did. Just as equally as I did. And I wasn't listening to this person. I wasn't listening to him. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. This person was trying to de-escalate the situation. And I was like, no. And I wasn't listening. And the end of the dream, my child was fine. She she ended up being picked up. I was um, at another destination waiting um, for her and whole point of this whole dream without me going into specific detail, the whole point revealed that how the fear in me just in life in life period, how the fear did not allow me to relax and stay calm. The fear allowed me to believe that I was drowned that I had to be the one to save, um, that I had to keep my head above water or I would be drowning. It was just so much fear. And I recognized that that fear was from my mom. That fear was from, like, my family DNA. That fear was rooted in the trauma. That fear from societal views, that fear of that Western culture of, um, succeeding and like numbing yourself um, and it just so much so much that I took on from the world that was revealed in this dream and it also revealed to me in the dream why I see why um, a lot of relationships and a lot of marriages um, um, have a lot of um, havoc and tornadoes and hurricanes and things that's going in between because of all that stuff and I've seen it and I've experienced it and God has shown me this right and so as I woke up from the dream I was really it really revealed so much it allowed me to really see um how all of that stuff how the fears and what I thought was better and all of that how that um really got in the way of me seeing the truth and listening and heeding to God's voice. Um, It allowed me, I really allowed, I saw that my beliefs um, and fears allowed me to not trust. It allowed me to not trust. Um, And I really, really did see this. And this is what God has shown me. And so I had to go through the process of unlearning that stuff. I had to go through the process of really listening to God when it didn't make sense. I had to go through the process of letting go of things that God told me to let go of. 
and to trust what God told me to trust. And that everything that God had promised me, that it would come to pass, I just had to heed to the voice of God. And there was so much that I learned on the journey um, about being present, about healing, about unlearning, about being aware, about trusting myself, about being a parent over my mind, about being a parent over my emotions, about really unlearning what I was taught about marriage, um, what I was taught about love, what I was taught about how to love myself, what I was taught about God. There were so many things that I really couldn't rush past and I had to sit with myself and untie and release a lot of that stuff. So I want to ask you today, like, what is holding you? Fear is a, it can be a very strong um, um, energy because of the fact that we're giving power and belief to it, right? So it's one thing to, to have fear, and then there's another thing to give power to it, to say that um, because I'm panicking, it's because I'm panicking, and you think irrational, and you don't want to listen to anybody because you're just afraid. Because you just believe because of your beliefs. And so this is what I have dove into with the Holy Spirit. And God reveals oftentimes these dreams that I have. And um, it's very important sometimes like the messenger that's re- message that's revealed in the dream. is not so really so much sometimes often about like... Um, the actual dream, but the message behind the dream. God is on your side. The universe is on your side. The things and everything that has transpired is on your side. So anything that has happened, good and or bad, um, is, is on your side because it's all used to help propel you to be the, 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 the divine light that God has called you to be. I've shared with people that oftentimes for for a very long time, I've always felt as though that I was like this detective that, um, that I went undercover. Like <laughs> it literally does feel that way that, um, I was sent here to experience and have these different, um, belief patterns and, and agreements and different things so that I could understand people, so that I can understand why people have broken hearts and hardened hearts, so that I can understand why people have low self-esteem, so that I could understand. Because I had, I wore, I wore those patterns. It was like, um, I carried the weight of things, or similar to what Jesus did, like carry the, the weight of the world, but he didn't, Bible says that he didn't, um, commit the sin well I did okay <laughs> um but um I, I I I wore a lot a lot of, of baggage I wore a lot of fear and um uh I snapped out of it in a sense of God awakened me now I didn't snap out of it overnight there was a lot of strongholds and a lot of things that I was still tied to so I took the journey of untying it this is why I'm able to help people Maybe to help people heal, because one of the main things that people carry that I when I work with clients, one of the things that that is the biggest stronghold and that was the biggest stronghold for me was believing that I was not those things. Believing that, um, I believe that's also the, also the biggest trick in marriage, 
is that when the baggage shows up or when the fear shows up or um, we don't we don't recognize that it's fear, we take it personal. Um, especially if you've carried in your own um, your own baggage within yourself and you may not even be aware of the fears and things. That's what I mean by the baggage. You may not even be aware of the fears that you might have in you because it hasn't been rattled by someone that you truly love. And so this is why, like in marriage, um, because of um, what causes that friction, what causes that heaviness is the stuff that we're carrying. But the thing about love is that it's a purifier. And sometimes that that unconditional love is a purifier because it reveals what you are not and what you no longer need to carry, that you need to reduce, that you need to subside. But sometimes the depth of the fear is where the challenge happens. And this is how I help people heal and uproot that stuff. Sometimes it's the depth of the fear. I think you missed that. Let me say that again. Sometimes it's the depth of the fear. I'm going to say that one more time. Sometimes it's the depth of the fear. And what I mean by that, sometimes how deep the fear is, what you're fighting against, all the things that you're fighting against, um, you're thinking that it is the person, but it's not. And being able to turn the mirror within yourself and ask God to, for God to show you the truth is everything. Fighting against the physical is not it. <laughs> and that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> um, keeping your walls up because you're afraid is not it. And I get it. I understand. I understand why the heart, why the heart hardens. I read an article and I, I put it in my newsletter. If you want to um, get the full um, read of, of my newsletter, you can go on my website and sign up um, on my mailing list, uh, caminight.org, www.caminight.org. Um, but um, the, the, the article just revealed that um, and what has been shown to me intimately, what I've been shown is that the heart um, hardens because the heart has been broken because of past pain, because of past experiences, because of you may have opened up your heart and weren't seen by the person that you truly love. That hurts. And so a way to harden, the way to protect the heart is to harden it. And when you harden it, you become oblivious to the truth. So you shut your ear off. You close your ear. And you stand in this hardness, this this shell where nobody can really like go in. So, you you know, you kind of push people away and you carry this because that is your way of protecting your heart again. Oh, I get it. But it doesn't heal the heart. And very sensitive people carry this. Um. And you're you're meant to be sensitive. You're meant to feel. And sometimes you weren't seen because of what the other person's filter and what their shielding was that they weren't even aware of. This is why God had to show me myself so that I can get connected within and remove the layers. And as I begin 
as I healed and I, as I walked out of it and stepped out of it, I was able to see the hurt in other people. I was able to see why the heart is hardened in other people. You're able to see that. And I was able to, because I healed, I was able to love anyway. I saw the shell when it showed up. And I didn't put my shell up all because I saw the shell in others. But that took work in me to heal. That took me trusting God. Because God's voice would not let up. I could have kept on that wall. I could have not believed God and what God told me. But I chose to believe. I was ready to take down the sword. And I was adamant about it. Because fear is like a, a, a old software. And I've done this work to really understand and really be a parent over that. It's important, y'all, to understand that, to know that. Um, and I want to invite you to a place of true freedom in God. It takes a lot. Oh my gosh, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to keep your heart hardened. It takes a lot of work. I understand why you do. I do. I understand why I did. But I also wanted to be free. And I knew that God could do that for me. But I had to do the work and allow Jesus in. I had to do the work and allow Jesus in. Because I was only getting crumbs when I knew abundance was on the other side. And I had to be willing to trust God even when it didn't make sense. I had to be willing to open up my heart even when it didn't make sense. Your heart is hardened because you may have been felt betrayed. Your heart is hardened because you may, like I said, open up your heart to somebody that you truly love and they didn't see you and they labeled you or they hurt you or they spoke ill things over you or they didn't see your insecurities. They didn't accept who you were. They just saw um, their agenda because of their own fears or because of their own belief patterns. But if you're not awakened consciously, you'll allow the devil or you'll allow that, um, you'll allow the, that um, fear, that baggage, you'll allow those labels to blind you. You'll allow that fear that, that I know I'm talking right because I've lived it. You'll allow that pride. You'll allow... Um, Anything that doesn't look like what you came out of. But it's only a mask. It's only an illusion. And it only takes you so far. And it drowns you out from listening to the voice of God. And love draws you near. God's love draws you near. 
God loves heels. God loves heels. God's love heals. And it lives and it radiates on the inside of you if you invite it in. Dear Holy Spirit, whoever is listening on this call, listening on this podcast, I know you are the ultimate healer. I know that you are. You've healed my life. You've restored areas in my life. Thank you. I didn't believe that you, I didn't know how. I believe that you could. I didn't know how. But on the path, on the on the journey, you walked with me. You guided me. I stepped into places that were unknown. I thank you. Even things that didn't make sense. You broke the fallow ground off of me. All because I heed to your voice. Thank you for the relationship that I have cultivated with you. I love you. I want you to please show this to your people. For anybody who's listening, may they see this truth. May they know this truth. And may it abide with you in your heart. God is after the heart. It is the heart that heals every aspect of you. It is the heart. It is the heart. If anything that God is, God is love. And we love, we love from our heart. The heart is an amazing component. I haven't done extensive research on it, but I do know I have done some research on it. And the heart is a beautiful thing. I remember hearing that um, um, a lady was talking about um, how the heart is energy. If you think about the heart runs on energy, um, the, the e, EKG scan is through energy from the heart. And so the heart pumps through energy, right? And energy is spirit. It's what we cannot see. But what blocks the heart, what blocks the heart, what blocks the flow is the hurt, is the betrayal, is the fear, is the pride, is the, um, the lack of trust. It's the weight of the world. I get it. I understand it completely. And I'm one of those people that walk through it. That's why I'm able to help so many people. Because I physically have chosen to walk through it. And walk out of it. This is why I know it's possible. This is why God placed it in me. This is why God gives me the dreams. This is why my spirit doesn't let up. Because I've been called to this. Called to this healing work. I'm a messenger of God. And I know that God wants to heal your heart. If God didn't want to heal your heart, you wouldn't be listening to this episode. I know for a fact that all things are possible. Because I am living proof of that. But you got to be willing to walk and take the steps. And trust the voice of God even when it doesn't make sense. I didn't say it's going to be easy. What makes it not easy, it can be. But what makes it not easy is because of our own iniquity. What makes it not easy is because of the fears and the things that we make up in our mind. Instead of adhering to the spirit of God. So 
I invite your spirit in. Holy Spirit, you are a way maker. Holy Spirit, you are the one that heals. You are the one that guides. Bring us back into divine alignment. Bring us back into truth. Bring us back into your standard. Bring us back into the ways of how you see us and how you love us. And that we have that same love that's radiating on the inside of us. So I pray that hearts will be open. I pray that minds will be healed. I pray over any um, a sickness or illness or any pride. I pray against healing betrayal, the feeling of hurt, the feeling of pain, the feeling of pride, the feeling of carrying internal weight. I know all about it. And I know that you speak to us your truth. So I pray that hearts will be open, that ears will be open, that eyes will be able to see, and that our, our minds will be open to what you would have to say. I release any unconscious blocks in the mind, and I call and bring forth healing and reconciliation and truth and love on the earth. Thank you for miracles that are taking place now. That's all I have for today. If you want to uh, get in contact with me or sign up for my mailing list or, or any anything of, of that nature, you can um, f- um, find out all the information on my website. But that's all I have for today. www.caminite.org. I'll leave my website in the description. But that's all I have. Thank you.